Welcome to the Automate Construction Podcast. We're joined today by Martin Bove, CEO of Wone Homes, building homes with autonomous construction using alternative materials. I'm really excited to talk to you today about your uh, revolutionizing uh, materials and methods. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a, will be a pleasure, I'm sure. So how did you first step into construction? Basically, um, I think it came actually for uh, the idea or the wish to change how society is actually built as such about our social inequality. That's where I started. I say, what actually, what, what is it that makes so, 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 sort of social uh, inequality? And to me, it turned down very kind of Maslow-ish, you know, food, water, shelter. And I said, if I can figure out a way to provide shelter at an affordable kind of price, high pace, we have to come a long way about dealing with, with social inequality. That's where I started. I don't have a constructing background at all by myself. I come from, well, well many things, but started with, with, with uh, chemistry, chemicals in a big sort of English company, moved mm -hmm. on to IT, moved on to design. Now here I am a kind of full circle in many ways using technology as a way with, with a lot of material science inside as a way to provide, you know, sort of homes of high aesthetic quality. It's kind of full circle. It was not the, a, it was not a career planning exercise, but it, it happened to kind of come out that, uh, that way. So, uh, so here we are into uh, construction. Yes. Fascinating and materials is obviously really important, especially if you're trying to develop alternative materials, uh, you're having to, tread a lot of new paths that other people maybe haven't pursued or at least haven't applied in the same uh, scenarios and technologies. So what was the initial vision for um, the material to use and the technology to use? Did one come first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, I think technology came first, actually, in, in many ways. You know, I've always been fascinated by, you know, 3D printing, additive manufacturing, as, as, uh, as such, my co-founder came from the same place, you can, 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 can say. Uh, um, and when we started, we actually started working, you know, with sort, sort of, well, trying to figure out, can we 3D print homes out of waste plastic, polymer, uh, basically. And we tried and tried and tried. It did, we did kind of okay, but it was not ideal. And then we start working, basically digging deeper into the, the material composition we're now working with. Uh, 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 where you can say, we'll come to that, but you can say the, the, the material which we are working with now, which really works wonders, this kind of, this special formulation of sort of waste plastic, waste polymer and waste wood. The magic lies in the waste wood and wood fiber, sawdust basically, that's which we kind of put into the compound we, we were using. So it started with a kind of an interest, a, um, you know, a, a, a decide to, to, to work with sort of 3D printing as a cool technology. We also had the idea of the design freedom in terms of aesthetically, but also so how to work with kind of forms and shape also from, from a kind of static kind of perspective, you know, design for strength and stiffness. That's where additive manufacturing really comes in very, very handy. That's where it started. And then from there, we said, okay, which materials are actually kind of useful here? The whole idea was to also having this very profound um, sort of 
climate angle to what we do, you know, and knock out CO2 of the construction as, as well, which meant we never as sort of looked as an example of uh, 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 concrete 3D printing. What we would really want to use waste resources, have a very low carbon footprint of what we do, replace, you can say, the, the incumbent ways of, 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 of doing homes, of doing construction. Uh, um, so we, we set up, you can say, some kind of barriers for ourselves or frame for ourselves. Well, then we, we really had to kind of, kind of you know, optimize for, for, for doing what we do today. Yeah, that makes sense. And can you dig a little more into the issues you saw with concrete and why you didn't want to consider that? Yeah, well, the, the issue about concrete is, is basically, you know, the, 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 you know, what's concrete for concrete? Cement and the, the huge carbon footprint of producing cement, uh, uh, which is, you know, the problems issue with every construction as as we know it today being the traditional having sort of concrete kind of uh, panels or or, or like with, with which we build casting concrete foundation and then of course we have 3d print that homes out of concrete again which to me doesn't really solve the problem of reducing the carbon footprint of construction industry so you say the whole issue about how do we fight climate change? How can we change behavior in the way we do things, the way we manufacture things? Um, takes up a lot of space in our thinking. And because of that, basic concrete was, you know, from day one, totally out of question uh, mm. of how to do things because of the huge carbon footprint of producing the, the cement uh, to the concrete. So you decide you want to print something. The technology kind of came first but you start looking at printers and you see the concrete and that's not for you. So yeah. you determine you need to uh, adapt your own materials. And initially you try to work with waste plastics, but that didn't go exactly how you wanted. What part of the waste plastics without the wood fibers was the problem or the wood shaved? That, that was a fact. When, when we try to build and print, you know, large scale, big scale, uh, um, the, the, what happened with the, with the polymer, the plastic, basically, was it collapsed. We, we find it very hard to sort of keep a kind of a shape and form we, we, we were expecting to get. So because so, when, when, you, when, you, when you print with plastic, uh, so, so, so large scale, it tends to collapse. We had a lot of warping, all that kind, kind, kind of stuff, mm -hmm. which, which you don't want when, when you, when you uh, manufacture. So, so and then we start looking, okay, how can we reinforce, how can we stabilize the print? And that's where we then start looking at at, uh, um, at wood waste again, sawdust, wood chips, basically, which is then kind of grind and then put into the, the compound. Also, the reason why also the reason why we went this route was also if the mission is what it is to make affordable homes, affordable home modules, uh, being sustainable at the same time, we had to also look for resource which was cheap and also infinite as, as, uh, as such, which also kept us looking into kind of the, the, the streams of, of, of waste. Uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the streams of waste plastic are, you know, crazy bigger. You, the world can produce 270 million tons of plastic waste a year. So we produce 300 million tons of plastic, 10% is kind of off-cycle, recycle, regenerated to, 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 of, of, of some, some, some kind. Remaining 90% is burned, put into landfills, trashed, basically, which is absolutely bonkers. Uh, uh, so so um, that's, that's why we looked into this field. Okay, what can we actually 
there must be something here. We have a lot of material here, which is just your trash. Can that be turned into a resource? Um, so again, this kind of this frame we've put up around ourselves uh, within which we should should operate to kind of fulfill the, the kind of the mission we will lay, lay, lay out for, for, for ourselves. That's interesting. Intrinsically, I feel like wood belongs in houses because it's a nice material to the touch. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's kind of a, something that humans have used for building for a very long time. Uh, as opposed to concrete is more kind of sterile uh, and it's hard, it's cold. Um, but you didn't put the wood in for the same reasons I'm describing. You put it in for buildability in terms of getting the plastic to uh, stack better and not warp. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So as I said, the whole magic of what we do really lies in 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 the in the wood in the wood fiber we we put into there. Of course, it's it's a combination of things, but things change a lot when we start adding with with uh, with wood fiber. Also, what's interesting here, it actually takes. It was not something we actually aimed for because uh, uh, we had to go. Okay, what we print the plastic. It looks very plastic-ish. What 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 we did mm-hmm. when we added wood fiber to the mix, it completely took the plastic out of the plastic. You know, and you know, the factory when we print now, it smells like like a a a, a wood factory, and uh, yeah. what comes out comes out of the machine looks like wood, you know, and it feels like wood and it behaves like 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 uh, like wood, but actually, it's a large degree of plastic inside still, which actually makes us, which works in many ways, you can say as this kind of you know the binder keeping things together, what's actually make 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 the thing kind of stick, uh, um, and then you know the wood fiber works as a thing where actually make those keep us. Enable us to make you know nice layers, layer heights. It makes the, the print stable and, and 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 so on. Tons of stuff in there, but but that took broad terms. That's actually what what what's happening. That's the two kind of functions the two materials have. Yeah, I have so many questions. So, what printer do you use? We have um, at the moment we, we work on a gantry rig. We have a big gantry rig here with a print field or print space. Of uh, you know six meters times four times four. So and also I have to say that everything here is printed in a factory. We don't want, we don't need to print you know on site. It's all off site in a factory. Do we have this big gantry pr- printer, uh, which we kind of designed. We kind of designed it ourselves. Had somebody build it for us, a Danish company, which basically does you know large you know steel and medium type 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 type, type of structures. Put an extruder uh, uh, on uh, there. We are we are working with different kind of extruders and. It happened to we thought we thought it was our first production rig. It happened not to be. It happened to be a pilot rig because what happened also when we put the fiber wood fiber inside, uh, you know, in, 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 into the mix, it totally killed speed. You know, we lost I don't know eighty percent of, of capacity of speed uh, uh, because it's just way tougher for the extruder for the screw to kind of, kind of process suddenly a material way where you have a lot of lot of, lot of wood inside. So we had to kind of also redesign the next extruder we, we were, were working with. And now when we work more, go into sort of um, manufacturing mode, that's where we are now. We are about now to go kind of, kind of, kind of commercial. Uh, we're still considering, we can still work on a gantry, uh, 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 but we're also considering doing robotic arm. The, the, the benefit of robotic arm in a way is we just have down the road, more freedom to even cooler the side because we have more angles to, to, to work with. Uh, um, that, that, that's the main advantage. And we also kind of feel that the stability of the rig, as we call it, is better 
uh, you know, in terms of having less or no vibrations, it's better uh, uh, or easier to control with a robotic arm compared to a gantry. Of course, if a gantry is, you know, big, massive, you know, lots of steel left, fair enough, you can make that kind of stable, stable tube. But maybe we, we, we're looking more in the direction of, of a robotic arm, like many others do. But uh, we start with a gantry for, yeah, I don't know why, basically. My co-founder said, well, the way I want to go, it's also the one which we could kind of afford at, at, at the time. So many parameters in there, being a startup, being as the by, by scrap, you know, what scrap up is, is scrappy. <laughs> so, and we, we had to, to, to be the same. And that's actually, uh, for us, was, was, was a good place to, to, to start. And the material, oftentimes plastic for large-scale extrusion is delivered in little pellets. Do you manufacture yeah. your own pellets with the wood inside and melt them down when you print? Uh, no, we have it. We have that done kind of outside the company. So we get pellets in our compound, our kind of formulation. You know, there's a amount of polymers, there's a amount of of of, uh, of fiber. Um, so that's compounded externally as in a company which does it for us. We tried to. Everybody told us it's not possible. I said, well, I will show you. But we tried to kind of blend in the extruder. It didn't go, <laughs> go well. So so um, we figured out, okay, we have to compound the pellets kind of, you know, outside and then bring the pellets in. And they are those we then put in the tank. Sure. And everything is then done. You see, the whole melting of the thing is then done in, 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 the, in, the, in the extruder. So, so down the road, I see us doing that ourselves getting the waste polymer in, carving flakes or pellets, whatever form they have, having the, the wood fiber in, and then do the compounding ourselves. But the moment we decide to leave that outside, we'll come in which, which does that, that before us. And it sounds like at the moment you're doing a lot of uh, testing, some experiments, and uh, have you, are you at commercialization yet? Do you have customers? Are you selling stuff? We, we are selling stuff. We, have, uh, we, we don't have a product out, a real product, a commercial product out there yet. That will come at the end of this year or summer, end of this year. Uh, um, but we are now having, get, having pilot orders coming in both from Denmark and actually also from the UK. Uh, nice. uh, these are the places where, where, where we're operating. We have some orders for kind of, I call them, you know, private, small private customers who want, you know, a, a, a kind of a large holiday house kind of, kind of, Kind of thing in the in the in the at the, you know of of, of at, at at their own side, but these are not really the customers. Where we want to go, we want to deal with developers, because mm -hmm. it's really about going going back to the impact. The more products, the more homes we can kind of ship out there, the bigger impact we have. Which means we have to work with developers who want to basically build you know city over here or two hundred homes over there, or make urban densification whatever they do. So we have volume because it's really about getting the volume out there. The more product we can ship, the more, the larger impact we have in terms of not having homes built the way we do it today. Uh, and so we really have kind of volume kind of strategy, uh, which we put 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 uh, put forward. And you say that might kind of you can say okay that might delay the sale in some some sense maybe we don't really see it because we 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 got a lot of interest. From the market what we do because we, we check a lot of boxes we check the box about affordability check the box about sustainability check the box about dealing with waste and all that everyone's asking of course you know is this really possible and for that reason we had to uh, very quick or quick as possible make a make a first prototype to show 
people that yes, we can actually print in this scale. And we have that in our factory, we have a full scale prototype of one module uh, sitting and we are now working on the next one in another design. But that actually convinced people. And then of course we have tons of tests done by in Denmark, we're a Danish company, as you know, we, we of, of um, uh, different kind, you know, accredited kind of institutions who actually say, okay, stiffness and strength and what have you is, is, is good. It actually delivers on these parameters and so on. All that is done. All that documentation is extremely important to, to have. And, and we've done that. You kind of, you know, on the side, why we were also kind of developing and building on, 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 um, on the product. So, uh, so we, 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 we plan to, to, and see, we will go into kind of commercial mode by, by start delivering out there in the world by sort of Q3, Q4 this, this year on some, on the first pilot projects. Wow. That's very, uh, very soon. And yeah, the mixing process, um, the pellets go into the extruder, you said, or they go, yeah. wow. Yeah, so we have a tank, basically. That's, that's traditional. We have a big tank. We put a big, we, we get the pellets in big bags, big bags. That's put on top of the tank. That tank is then kind of attached to a dryer, which uh, 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 is kind of like a kind of vacant system. It's kind of, kind of transported from the tank into the dryer, which takes out whatever humidity might be in the fiber and in, 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 in the polymer, in the compound. Uh, and then there's kind of, again, same vacant system, kind of, transported on like flag and flies blown through those those pipes into the extruder uh, um, which prints basically uh, on the thing but it's one integrated system so when the extruder says there's a little hopper there you know with, with a container which which, which which keeps 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 pellet you know while it produces we say now I'm half full half empty whatever uh, it triggers a signal and then it, it, it kind of, kind of ships in more material. Uh, which from the from the dryer, which has its own tank, um, and the dryer then takes fresh, you can say, on dried material. It is dry, but on dried material from 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 the the storage tanks, and that's a continuous process. Goes go. We 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 don't need to do anything there, but you know, press start on 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 the on the dryer. What happens without the dryer? The water boils and leaves bubbles or something? Yes, exactly. Exactly. When we started, we didn't have a dryer. We had this kind of small, you know, explosions, you can say. Uh, oh. uh, and we could also, not, not like, we could sort of, sort of, sort of poof and bang and so on. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. And we can also see it when we took specimens out and kind of cut through them. There were holes in it. So, so it didn't have the same kind of uh, you know, structural integrity as it has now, where it's totally solid. So, so we had the dryer is really essential. You know, people in general do not think, you know, that plastic can absorb water or humidity, but it can. Of course, wood fiber it gets kind of, you say, worse in 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 in, in, in that regard. Just you know, soaking out kind of humidity from 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 the the atmosphere. Yeah, like wet Cheerios. Uh... Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, you know, nobody wants that. Nobody wants what So Denmark has some good programs for uh, grants and startup funding. Were you able to take advantage of those? Yes, not too much actually. A little bit. We have what's called the uh, Danish Innovation Fund, and we got a smaller grant there in the uh, yeah, about say hundred thousand USD kind of area. So it wasn't very much. We. 
And then we have some other grants, not kind of real money, but where you get access to these kind of test institutions or universities who then do test job development jobs with you. The way it works, we say, can we spend so many hours? This, that our hours is worth whatever per hour. And that's then via you know, these kind of grant institutions and the EU transferred into money, which is then goes to the university or the test institute or, or, or where, 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 wherever. And that system actually works very well. We worked a lot with the Danish Technical University, DTU, and the Danish Technological Institute as, as, uh, as well uh, on, you know, say on the back of, of these uh, programs. Getting cash in for ourselves hasn't been, 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 been very much. But we, we've got some from the innovation fund. And the, the problem is, it's cool with grants, definitely. The problem is, it takes forever to get them. You know, uh, uh, really, and I, I mean that. It's, 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 it's doing the application, fair enough, it's free money. It got to be done kind of thoroughly, and they also give the money out. Got to be sort of pretty kind of sure. Does the money actually end up where it's uh, supposed to end? But the 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 backside the drawback of that is that it, it takes forever to do the application then you get the money you know if and and that's a startup i think in any business we just don't have the time the process time which these kind of funds and institutions and your, even universities have they have all the time in the world your process and going to to the stuff very academically uh, um if as a startup you want to get out there gonna push product out you 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 don't have that 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 time available, so it's just been a combination by really pushing hard, being very scrappy, being very effective on on science, and then get in grants where we could get them, and then make the universities and te technological institutions do their work, you know, on 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 our behalf and with with uh, with us. So uh, I think the irony is in many ways, if you are a big company and you have more resource, you know, and you just have a running business. Then these grants also, some bigger EU grants also can be very kind of useful. Uh, um, and you're still an SMB, so you're still a small company, but you're not a startup anymore maybe. Because uh, then you have the resource actually to and money to survive while you kind of, while the process is going and the application process is, is, is on. Uh, and you can also apply for, for even for, 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 more, for more, more money at, at, at the same time. So I think, it's really about, I don't think these grant programs work as good as they could do, but definitely they do help. Of course they do. Another thing which is a bit controversial, which, which, which I used to say, the, when you look at the venture market for, um, say, Denmark, for Scandinavia, because we have so many grants and, and the general kind of uh, public opinion is, well, that's very good. So you basically the public spend, that takes a risk to put in the money to make these sort of startups get, get off the ground. That in a way makes investors, angels, so on, less risk uh, prepared. So, 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 and the and the funding being out there locally is actually smaller because I'll say, come on, you get your money from different kind of you know grants, institutions, and 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 and, and so on. So that, in that regard, to me, it actually works. You know, obviously, there may be what was the intention. There also, we see many startups actually go abroad for uh, getting investments. Uh, 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 the startup community here, or the investment community, that's called that try to 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 uh, kind of 
be more competitive, to give to do better deals and, and so on. But the competition is, is fierce, particularly if you are a startup which has some big ambitions. You very you see those who really succeed. Who are they? Are those who go 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 abroad uh, uh, and raise big money if they cannot do it via orders? Uh, that's of course the, the, the that, that's the best route. If you can come to a point where you can very raise get orders in very quickly and start be financed via orders, and also helps you get finance anyway if you need extra. Because then you can show this order actually. There's actually folks out there who think this is a good idea as well. Yeah, those so, are kind um, of two very conflicting points you bring up in that uh, I know. the government could more easily give out money or also the uh, private investors sometimes handle it on their own. Uh, yeah. I like the second one. Yeah, the private one? Me too. Yeah. Because I think you, 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 if you have private money in, you... Um, you move faster, basically. It's it, to me. It's I'm, I'm, it, I kind of find it easier, which is also weird, but I kind of find it easier to attract private money, uh, uh, and 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 it definitely makes you as as a company, as a startup, move way faster than being part of some you know public program which takes forever just to get into, and also to kind 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 of uh, uh, work in. So yes, so in many ways, I think that's very kind of you can say maybe. Scandinavian approach, my not mine, but the one which is general kind of, kind of out here, and the American approach. I'm 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 on the American side here. You know, let's let's go out and grind, basically. <laughs> Another and, good and, argument for it is it can be more personalized that way because it's a one-on-one -on -one relationship versus a one-size-fits-all program trying to determine who deserves money out of thousands. Uh, the investor can determine their own due diligence process, their own parameters to examine, whereas the Grants have to examine every parameter for every group. Yes, that's actually a very, a very good point. That's very. I haven't seen that way before, but that's actually true. That is true, and and you do if you if you are good at you know speaking to people, getting out there, telling the story. Uh, um, these kind of one to one relationships we have, that's actually which 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 drives you through. Uh, um, so that's that, that, that that's correct. Where it gets more kind of anonymous in some public uh, system. That is true. Absolutely true. So what's your entrepreneurial journey been like? Is it all spelled out on your LinkedIn profile or is there more to it? <laughs> yeah, well, a lot is on the LinkedIn profile. My, my personal, like also you before, I've been an entrepreneur, I've been in startups, you know, for, for, for a very long time. I said, I started actually in chemistry, which was, you know, big chemistry, big English company uh, was, was there for sort of 10, 11 years. And then from there on, I had two years in IT, also as being employed somewhere as a Swedish IT company. And then I started being entrepreneur, uh, 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 doing first in kind of, you know, communication, consulting, uh, design, started a design company, then I started a co-working space. So last 20 years or so or more, I could be an entrepreneur. The real big, the biggest thing I've been on, that's like what I'm doing now, Vaughn, where we can do real impact. You know, being sort of having a startup, you do a design company, design agency, so on. it's all cool, it's all nice. Uh, um, but it doesn't have, you know, the impact of what we potentially can have in Vaughn. And what's really, really driving me, being the, this kind of starting, running a purpose-driven organization, really being on a mission to change the world. And we believe in that. We believe we can, you know, we can be one of those things that can change the world in terms of uh, um, well, so solutions to avoid climate change, to fight climate change, 
and also so so how can 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 we get more equality or fight inequality in 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 the world that's what really really drives us what's been interesting here talking about linkedin we when we started with the, we, we use my LinkedIn profile because I have, I have a good network. I've been around for, 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 for a long time. And then we start building the LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile for Vaughn, which now is stronger than mine personally. And I, and I think, of course, it goes, we are an industry. People see we're doing things here. We check a lot of boxes. That makes it interesting for people to do. And then, of course, having these big machines, big prints and all that, it is a very photogenic uh, product. So, so we and we we're pretty good at that in make, making kind of uh, both some memes where we make fun of ourselves uh, in one way, but also show now we are here. This is cool. A thing which I find what I, what I often see on social platforms and all like this that page, you know, we we you know we are we are humble of this or I'm admired of that, whatever. No way, we don't say that. We say we just think it's it's really awesome what we do and we love it. And that's we have a very kind of in your face approach. And I think also how we are as, as people, uh, uh, like, like we really, the enthusiasm, the joy of doing what we do clearly kind, kind, kind of comes across the table, uh, um, we reckon. And that's also how we kind of, how, how we kind of behave and, and move around on, on LinkedIn. And, and apparently it works for us to, to do it in, 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 the, in that way. So, um, we also been very deliberate in terms of how can you get um, you know publicity. You know how can can we get in the press and so on? How can more people know about this? That till now, and it's and, but it's changing now. But till now, we had literally gone towards more kind of LinkedIn a lot, but also technical press. You know, technical press publications like also podcasts like 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 yours, like 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 this one. Um, showing the technology of what we're doing, talk about the mission, what we're doing, but not doing kind of traditional uh, sort of channel, which kind of say normal people uh, 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 read or, or listen to. But it was too early because we could end up having a lot of requests. But we know we get that. We get a lot of requests already. We get a lot of requests of people who want to buy a home and we could, wouldn't be able to, to deliver. So we'll spend an awful lot of time there having no product. Now it's changing because we're now going to commercial mode by, by set behind your Q3, Q4 at the end of this year. Um, and we're now opening up for the more kind of, say, say, normal press. We had uh, TV was here, the Danish called Channel 2 was around here last week. We are actually publishing now stuff also in UK and Ireland via, via magazines there. Um, and got a lot kind of press attention now, also what called, you could call more kind of, you know, consumer domestic type 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 of press, non-technical press. Because yeah. uh, that's kind of the, the, the next level we, 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 we do. But we've been very deliberate holding that back till now. Because we want to say, we do technical stuff at the moment, we think it's cool, uh, and we want, want, want to share that. Um, next level, is next step is we now talk to the, say, the folks who are actually going to live in, in, uh, in our homes. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess you're still developing the technology and still working, building out your team. Uh, mm. You mentioned you're experimenting a lot. What do you need the most right now to grow and expand? We need um, the if we land those those pilot orders, definitely. That that's you said that that's the first thing. Oh, we really and we're very close of of of, of, uh, of doing that. Then we need we need engineers. <laughs> we 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 need people. I'm a, I'm a commercial background so, so i'm not very useful on the technical side as such i've been on the commercial side side all the time 
and my co-founder Mattus, who is uh, he's he's engineer in, in in our team, and we need to clone him, you know, multiple times. If if I could clone Mattus, I'll be great. Uh, um, and and that's what we 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 got. So we need more engineers who can actually work on, you know, when we do new designs, work on the statics, is the the the, the construction, is the construction security, you know, as it's supposed to be. Um, we need then, of course, also you can say machine operators, because the the the, the cool part of what we do, of course, is when we have we know material composition done. We have the, the manufacturing kind of, you know, system also in place. We know how to do this. Um, then it all comes down to, this, to the code, to, to, to the code, little piece of code, the G code, which can actually, in theory, stick into every machine, which means and you don't need many, many people for that. And then, of course, the, you can say the load-bearing structure is printed. Then we need craftspeople coming in to do the fittings. You know, to 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 make the home like a real home, and that can be done via two ways. We can do it by ourselves, have our own people doing that. That can be one route of going, or we can actually sell to uh, um, or or you say engage with 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 other kind of people who does feeding. So 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 craft cast people who can 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 do that. You can put in a door, put in a window, put in you know some like real floor on our kind of three D printed floor, and and and, and so on. And uh, we could we could go both ways there. Uh, um, so so, but like in the in the core team, we need more engineers basically uh, uh, to 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 work to work with, with with this to work on the kind of structure, do the calculations and, and all that. And then machine operators down the road as well. But the point is, you know, we we print have to print. You know, twenty four seven. You can't stop the print. You have to go on till till, till the, the, the 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 print is done. So we got to work kind of three shifts, but if actually a machine operator, you got one guy, you know, looking after six machines, 10 machines, whatever, it doesn't matter. So long, ideally that person shouldn't do anything because if, 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 if he has the most kind of boring day in the job, because not doing anything, then the machines work. <laughs> Everything's fine. We don't need to adjust anything. So, um, and that's what we can see here. We, we, we have a lot of control now actually what we're doing. When we started, we were down, you know, next to a printer all the time, adjusting, adjusting the, the layers and, you know, uh, 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 try, you know, optimizing, change a little bit here, fix a little bit there. Now it's running. You know, we're just here because we have to be here and check, you know, still everything's still okay. Uh, uh, and it, 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 it is. So, so, so you're uh, married to one business model yet. You might operate the printers uh, for developers. You might sell the printers. Uh, not the printers. No, no. We, 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 the business model is we, we print homes. That is the business model. We print homes. Uh, or you can say we print load-bearing structures. Let's put it that way. We print load-bearing bear, bear, bearing structures. Uh, that's what we do. Um, that's really the difference because the printed concrete is never the load-bearing structure in the projects I visited. They have poured columns, so they need rebar, all the other steps that you need. It's basically just permanent formwork. So yeah. you're load-bearing. Yeah, we print a load-bearing structure. They go say, I don't know, those, those who just watch this, or listen, can't see it. But this is, uh, you know, what I'm, I'm putting up is a, a, an image, of, sorry, a, a model, a small free model of, 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 of a house. Uh, this is a low bear, bear, bear bearing structure we, we do. This is what's printed. Um, and that's the one we can either finalize it ourselves and sell it to the developers, or we can somebody finalize it for us, some craftspeople finalize it for, you know, put in the, the windows and doors and what have you. 
uh, uh, and then ship it to the, the developer. Our customer is the, is the developer. Uh, those who develop, you know, this plot of 200 homes somewhere. Um, that's that, 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 that's how it is. So the system we're developing, you say the manufacturing system, that's ours. You know, we, we, we don't sell that, but we sell the, the products as a system, the load bearing structures, that's actually what we sell. And we could also sell the finalized house. Is that what the developer wants? And you Interesting print them off here. Sorry. You print them off site and deliver them. Yes. Yeah. Interesting thing here is if you see that level we are now, we're still sort of small and new. You have a developer who's used to build houses and develop, you know, homes around. They in many ways have way better purchasing power for getting stuff in their windows and floors and stuff like, like, like that than we have. So it's actually a better deal for everybody if we ship the, the, um, the low bearing structure, the shell. Yeah, that's what we do, and to them, or we make some kind of you know collaboration. Okay, this is actually the developer we're going to, to deliver to, and, and you know you do this, we do that. Uh, that's also a way of of, uh, of doing it. But our expertise that is in printing load bearing structures is not is not in fitting a house. That's not our expertise. There are people mm -hmm. out there who are way better in doing that than 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 we are. You can say or has done it kind of forever. Yeah, construction's kind of naturally fragmented, so each subcontractor has their specialty, and that's really mm -hmm. all you're responsible for, as long as there's enough space for the next guy to fit his window in or door or whatever needs to yeah. go there. Yeah. What I would like to, I could see Vaughn be our own developer down, down the road. So we basically take the full value chain, uh, uh, actually have a finalized house out there, even maybe owning the land, owning the homes, and then rent it out to you know a group of tenants. Uh, people who, who live in them, that could mm -hmm. be be one of the end games we're looking into. Because the point is there, then you have you have the full value, you control the full value chain. You don't have, and we don't want, and we want to avoid all these middlemen uh, in order to make it affordable. And it also means you could have kind of whatever 50, 60 years of recurring revenue on 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 that home you put out there. You can uh, hold the financing, uh, insurance, the utilities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the cool part about doing real estate is actually financing in the construction phase is, is kind of, that's the thing out there, that's what people do. So we can actually take, you know, use the, the, the future homes, use it as collateral for the, for, for the, the process, for the for construction process we, 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 we're having. So I could see us go there actually very quickly. Right now, again, being a startup and so on, we have to be careful not to work with too many. We have, we have enough moving parts already. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so it might actually be that we, we would rather sort of deal with somebody who does the finishing and fittings of, of, uh, uh, of the home and then it's delivered to, 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 to a developer. Did you have any communication with the University of Maine team? <laughs> no, I know them. Uh, I, I know, because I, I, I know they, 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 I've seen, they, they're the only one I kind of know of who does close to what we do. Mm -hmm. you know, and they they put a house out there, uh, you know, made of you know uh, I don't know the problem it's, it's, it's upcycle or what, but your polymer and wood fiber, yes. And they have this huge three D, uh, so it's huge gantry printer. I, 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 I've seen that like gigantic, uh, and 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 um, so so um, yes. So no, I have no contact, but I know of them uh, definitely. But the only one I kind of know who does close to what we do. Yeah, I don't cover university projects. I really only cover the uh, private industry 
Yeah. And that's mostly because there's just so many private companies. I haven't been able to cover all the companies I want to. And I focus on a niche that way yeah. I can cover it well, rather than trying to do a little bit of everything. Uh, so I haven't talked to those guys, but it's interesting. It's definitely a little bit similar in the same realm of 3D printed construction for homes, but avoiding um, concretes, using polymers, using wood fibers. Uh, that must have been a big because they got a lot of media attention from that home. Was yeah. there a big increase in your like Instagram follows, web traffic? Um, yeah, in a way that that was, you know, on on LinkedIn, we we zoomed in on LinkedIn at, at, at the moment. But more mm -hmm. people kind of, uh, you know, tipping me say, say, have you seen more than this is actually going up over there? And, you know, and, and when you got the first one, the second one, you know, and the rest one, yes, I have seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. It, was, it, it. It's on. I'm. I have, I don't know if there's been, if people, other folks did the kind of the, the connect between us and the University of, of Maine as such. I'm not sure, but I'm a Sammy said, so again, we have, have quite a big kind of range of followers. We have the number of impressions we do when we, when we do post things. We have people coming in now where I have no idea where they're coming from. You know, and that's, of course, you know, the, the, you can't say, say the discrimination, the way the, the post kind of, spread and grow uh, uh, um, is is working, you can say. So so we, we have a lot of followers now where I have no idea where they're coming from. Well, that's the cool part. That's where you want to be. Actually, they have so much sort of traction and attention. So the, you can say the algorithm on, on, on systems yeah. like, 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 like they didn't actually does the job for you. So, so, um, and that's, that's that we, 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 and we came to that place very quickly. And again, I think it's because it is cool what we do. It's a new industry. We check all the boxes. It's very photogenic. If it had been software, you know, it's not very photogenic. You know, we, we, we can show a computer and some code, you know, okay, cool. So, so, so um, I think that, that, that has helped us a lot, actually, in terms of getting this kind of, you know, load of followers uh, 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 out there. Again, being this very young startup as, as, as we, we, we are. Yeah, those algorithms are powerful and it's such a better form of marketing than paying per click or some advertisement people get irritated by, uh, they choose to click. Yeah, indeed, definitely, definitely. That's, 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 that's true. And I can, and again, also talk about your business model. We have attracted, because we, we, we choose LinkedIn uh, and, and, and the algorithms kind of, kind of work for us and be very kind of selective on where do we go in terms of, of you know, of, of, of uh, uh, sort of market appearance, who do we speak to and so on. Um, that has attracted, you know, the right people in terms of developers, in terms of, you can say, other kind of stakeholders also from other part of the industry say, hmm, you know, can you also do this or can I be part of this because I have this kind of skill or ability I want to add into to, to the mix. So that has, that, that has really worked, 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 worked well. Of course, you go out being ending up selling your own homes to somebody, you know, and we own them and we have tenants, people living in them. Of course, that's another kind of marketing regime you have to start with. Then you have to really kind of tell the world you're out there. But having said this, I'm surprised. I've never been in a field before where the demand for affordable homes or demand for the product here being affordable homes is so infinite, you know, never been in a place like this. And, and, and the, the crazy part is nobody can... Nobody can meet that demand. You know, the demand for affordable housing is just so big that no no one company 
can meet that demand anywhere. And it's, it's really, really crazy. Uh, uh, but that's, that's how it is. But I think, I don't know, affordable housing as such, it's, it, is, it is hard to build cheaply. And that's the reason why we went this kind of alternative round of, of doing this. You know, because everyone's okay, you're going to make affordable housing, you can just you know, lower your prices. But you can't, because it's, 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 it's the way we are building today in general, and not us, but your builders out there, is slow, it's expensive, you know, uh, all kinds kind kind you know, you know, kind of problems in, in, in there, the dynamics which doesn't really work to the benefit of doing something affordable. Um the 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 uh, as Richard said, you had to look some other place to make things affordable. And 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 that's been 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 you know real driver for us to, to go to that place. And again, the demand for affordable housing is infinite. It's absolutely bonkers. What's 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 possible? What's what, what the demand is? Take take country like UK as an example. UK produce some two hundred fifty thousand what they call starter homes, kind of affordable, small, affordable, tiny living, smaller houses, smaller homes a year. Two hundred fifty thousand. There's still demand for another fifty thousand homes which is unmet. So those fifty thousand homes demand which is unmet is just accumulating. You know, over the years, and again, no one can kind of meet that demand of affordable housing. No, like, 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 no one. And that's just one country. That's UK. We had a meeting yesterday with some from Australia. The same thing there. You know, the the the, the Ireland the same. Well, it's all over the place. Affordable, demand for affordable housing looks differently uh, uh, all over the place, but it is the same problem. But of course, affordability is. You know, also kind of more more dynamic thing. What's affordable for one might you know be affordable for another one, depending on what country and region you live in. But the whole notion of having access to affordable housing is 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 a, is a problem all over the place. Do you ever think about what might happen to all of the um, mortgage-backed securities if somebody finds a way to build houses for ten thousand dollars, let's say? A respectable house for ten thousand dollars, say a hundred meters, square meters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The the I think those who kind of have a mortgage today on you know sort of, sort of on your on the traditional more expensive house, yeah, they they will come in problems. They will have a, they, they they'll have a, might, might have a problem in the position where they say they can't actually sell and get their mortgage back, or they have to live there till the mortgage is paid off. And then they might sell, and then with a loss, and so on. But that that's true. The existing market clearly will have a problem with 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 uh, if if you have all these affordable homes coming in. But you could also say, um, and I guess that's what market forces, market dyna uh, dynamics is 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 all about. Basically, uh, um, and and um, but I think for those making a new mortgage. On a an affordable house, that'll be way easier. Again, because the price you have to pay per month for living in that house, say you are a low income family, a single income family, um, it was way easier to to uh, to get. I guess we don't have credit score rating type of thing here in Scandinavia, but I know we have in the U.S. And I I, I suppose you know single income or low income kind of family, your credit score is, is, is maybe not be the best. But it might be good and just good enough to get this little mortgage on a cheap, affordable home. 
I think if we come to that place, we have actually achieved a lot. Because it, it is about, you know, fighting inequality, giving a better quality in life of people by having a decent home. You know, the, 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 this whole car you call democratization of, uh, uh, um, you know, of things is democratization of having access to a decent home. We want more people to have access to a decent home than what's possible today. We want to democratize that. Yeah, I don't bring up the mortgage thing to think it's a, that's a negative. Uh, it's definitely affordable housing is probably the most important issue uh, in the world. And it would be dramatically beneficial to so many people if they could get housing and it's affordable, even if it was $50,000 for uh, a hundred meter, hundred square meter home. But um, I think it would impact the banks more than the individuals, because like you said, the individuals already have their mortgage payments. Those aren't changing, but some individuals would give up those mortgage payments for a cheaper mortgage payment, and they might even not want the house anymore. They might be willing to just give it away to the bank at a loss, uh, yes. and then the bank has the big deficit. Have you ever seen the movie Robin Hood? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's almost from from Sherbet uh, Forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah. Different versions, but yes, I've seen it. Even as a cartoon, it's I think. <laughs> almost like the ultimate steal from the rich and give to the poor. It's like the leaving the banks with this debt burden of these overpriced homes that they lent on uh, if it works yeah. out and pans out. Yeah, I haven't seen that way, but I, I, I like it. I, like it. <laughs> I, I don't I, think I, there's I, a bigger scale way to uh, to deliver to the people from the banks. No, no, that's, that is true. That is absolutely true. I think wouldn't the bank, though, have one, say... Uh, I guess I have some kind of tie to the person living in there. Because if you don't pay your pay your 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 kind of your, your loan, your loan back to us, you know, then 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 go after you. But I, well, I, in I, America, I, the only thing they can take is the house. So the yeah. uh, the person can't be put in jail, and they can declare bankruptcy. And seven years later, it's not on their credit. Uh, yeah, there's not much yeah. personal responsibility. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Again, I guess uh, here, if in, 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 I don't know, I don't know that the Danish bank is taking. If, if you go, you don't want to go personal bankrupt. That that is not good for you because you kind of it is. You, you're carrying it with you, kind basically for the rest of your lives. There are systems where you can, can kind of get, get, get out of that kind, 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 kind of trap. But but if you say in the U.S., like you can only be personal bankrupt for seven years or so, then 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 you're good. You can run oh, for yeah. president after that. <laughs> yes, exactly. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, you might get some folks voting for you on that one. That's true. That's true. So, um, yes, but, but, but by and large, it is about the housing market as such has in many ways just gone off the rails. Yeah, uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and uh, with increasing demand, prices increasing uh, because of that, people have been pushed out of the neighborhood. People never been able to get in. To having a house. I remember, I'm I'm 55 years old. When I was kind of, kind of 20, my wife and I, we could actually buy a three bedroom home flat in Copenhagen, and we bought it for nothing uh, at that time. Today, my kids zero chance. They can't get into that market, uh, um, which means what they do now. Then when they study, they you know they share a flat. Uh, uh, there are two or three kind, 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 kind of you know 
folks living sharing a flat, then then they can 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 can, can afford it. And again, when my wife and I, when we kind of you know got married and uh, we were still studying and, and all that, we um we bought one because we could. You know, no chance today. So I did one thing wrong. There we sold the flat and then we moved out of the country uh, in a place where we don't own the house. So that's kind of. <laughs> so we are we actually what pri- 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 privately. I'm kind of, I'm I'm on a lease. You know, I I pay rent every month. I don't own the house I live in because we 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 couldn't buy that house we wanted to to, to live in. So so uh, I could say, man, have you kept that flat in Copenhagen and and, you know, and so on? Then we've been on that kind 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 journey. But that's the point. That's a journey I want to kind of fight. Actually, this is about giving people fresh people coming fresh into the market an opportunity just to get a decent home because they cannot do that today. Not even you can say in a sort of very wealthy country like like uh, Denmark, like the Scandinavian countries, and, and and so on. It is super hard. So on that note, have you put any thought into? the design of your own Wone home? Yes, we have. Uh, and I, I have. It ties in a lot of two things which kind of, kind of, kind of goes into answering that question. One thing is about the, 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 the footprint in the world, the carbon footprint, the footprint in the world we do as human beings. You know, back in the day, it was a lot of prestige having this big house, many square meters, square feet, whatever metric we, we, we work in and the bigger the more kind of the more successful you you you, you look and I think to me that's fundamentally wrong and also we don't have the space for it and also we have when you see urbanization rolling as it is now 200,000 people move to and it's kind of urban environment every day just like I'm floating in there's no space for, 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 for them so we gotta learn to live what I call smarter smaller we should think more as a home, how many meter cube is your home? So basically use a full space, use a full kind of, kind of you can say, uh, 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 footprint or, or, or the, the full space of the home rather than just how many square meters land do you occupy with, 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 with your own being, you know, single story or, or multi-story. So um, the way we thought it into, into Vaughan, actually, we see the Vaughan homes are in general, no bigger than 60 meters square could be one metric. We put on it. There would be by and large three modules. Uh, that's the maximum. We'd like it to be even smaller. And we would actually rather talk about meter cube. A lot of these 150 meter cube, that's the size of square. I still talk meter square because that's what people understand. But I would like to be the one who can actually change that kind of the language, the, the lingo we use behind that and talk meter cube rather than, than, than meter square. Um, we have in Scandinavia something, it's called a hemp's in our language, kind of mezzanine bed, elevated bed, not a bunk bed, but just elevated, uh, uh, which enables you actually to utilize, again, the whole space your home kind of occupies. And that's mm-hmm. where you can, you can actually work smarter with the, the, the space you occupy in, 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 your, in your home. And then again, utilize your space more efficiently. And 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 uh, having kind of you know smart solutions, smart furniture, whatever, doesn't make this meter square, meter cube as efficient as possible. It also goes well, and I think the point is, despite me saying this or not, it is happening because what you see, you had 
you have urbanization as one trend rolling, which I think is a very positive thing. People move to cities. That's good from an environmental perspective, from a climate perspective. Uh, basically, more people using the same, the same kind of infrastructure. And you can, can this whole notion about rewiring uh, uh, outside cities. And actually, in, that's, that's a very positive kind, kind of, you can say, um, uh, 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 side stream of urbanization, one thing. And then also the fact that we are more and more singles. In 2030, I think OECD, I think is it, they predict 40% of households um, are based on single income families, which basically are singles. Of course, it could be a single mother, single father with kids, it could be that, but it's more in, in the realm of you know people just being singles, 40%, uh, uh, which calls for smaller homes, which are affordable, uh, 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 because you don't need that space and you can't afford that space in general. Also, be, be being just basing your income on 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 one person. So all these things which will happen, regardless of me saying we want to we want the world to go in that direction. I think it's actually going in that direction. Homes are getting smaller. I think the notion of people understanding we have to reduce the footprint also of what we do. You know what we eat, how we transport ourselves, how we live, and all that. The whole footprint of of us as human beings, we have to reduce it. Uh, 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 and homes is one of the areas which we have to reduce as 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 well. You know how big are our homes? So I think, say ten years from now, there's more kind of we're human 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 beings. We live of prestige one way or the other, or how people look upon us. But if you have, um, I think it's more prestigious to have this really responsible lifetime lifestyle i have a home of this little size it's super cool i have all the cool stuff in there it's very efficient it's nice it's cozy the footprint is low that's more prestigious than having this lot of big mansion over there you know with all the cars in front of it and all the, all the space uh, it's occupied which i'm not using uh, um that notion i think that that is changing i think we way more and right like really profound say 10 years from 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 now and i can see it also if we look at my own kids uh, uh who are expand from 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 their club around around 20. um they of course well they have influence what what talk about at home for me what's what's what what do you talk about over dinner about so, sort of sort of the climate for being responsible and all that but also with their friends and so on you know the thing about being responsible a big the thing about reducing your footprint uh, 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 climate change is a thing which they which takes up a lot of kind of mental space with, with them, and they want they want to work with it. Um, all these kind of kind 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 of trends go in the direction that we will end up being more responsible. Uh, uh, I might be, I'm, I'm I'm kind of hopeful there. Something or kind of naive, maybe, but I, I decide or, or deliberately say, and I insist on being hopeful actually uh, on this. So, 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 uh, and I think, I think that there are traces out there showing things are going that direction. We will be more responsible. We will reduce our footprint with what we do. Gerald. Yeah, certainly. And I think it's a great idea, the wood and the uh, plastics to do homes that are a little bit more typical to a material that we're used to building in a little bit softer than concrete. Um, there was a company I saw out of Sweden, I think a long time ago, search plus they were using wood pulp with polymers uh and they used acetone instead of a thermal process it was a chemical process mm. um, they would 
mix it with acetone to make it liquid, and then yeah. the acetone would evaporate. Uh, have you heard of that project? No, no, I'm not. That's interesting. I can, I can see it work. I don't know how working in that environment, you know, with acetone, you know, white spirit, basically, you know, so I don't know how, 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 cool, how cool, cool that is. But the using a chemical kind of curing process, that's not a bad idea. No, I, I haven't heard about it, honestly. I think the name tells me something, but um, that's an interesting, actually, way of doing it. So what's that? Is that kind of, um, is it also done like an additive manufacturing process still? Or I don't know. Is it more fasted or? I saw one article uh, and it, it was a link to like one of the worst websites I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and it, this was years ago. I haven't really seen it since. And I no? think they abandoned it. But I did hear that if they had scaled up the process, the amount of acetone evaporating would have eventually led to acetone rain. So it's not something really? you want to uh, no, exactly. do that's, that's the point. You're having this, this white spirit around, you know, the, 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 the hmm. But I, the idea of having sort of a chemical curing process, that's, that is interesting. It, 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 it really is. Yeah, sorry, I went off the rails with the society and how uh, cities no, are kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, that's, yeah, that's, because um, that's actually taking off a bit, kind of, that's the reason why we're here. We do this because we want to change the way people live in their homes, the notion of what is an home, also knowing about how to, how to manufacture a home, but definitely. Uh, and going back to, you know, cultural energy manufacturing, we see energy manufacturing, 3D printing being, with the way we do it, a, a, a tool that uh, what we can do and also produce fast. So the point is we can print, when you print, the, the, the cool thing about printing a factory, you know, there's nothing new there. That's what the people today are with normal pre prefab housing. The only problem with traditional prefab housing, they build homes, the way that it was the last hundred years, they just moved, you know, inside instead of building outside. Same thing that they're doing. Um, it's not automated. It's hard to scale. Where here, where we use so so the 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 the, the, the automation processes of of of, of additive manufacturing, we can actually scale this very quickly. Because as I said before, so long we have full control of our kind of, you know, the the manufacturing system. And the material with which we, we 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 print and build, it's all about a code. We have to stick into into a number of machines, and you'll just be spinning out like a sausage factory. Uh, uh, these sort of load bearing structures, the homes we 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 make. Yeah, I don't we think the say, environmental stuff's off the rails at all. I think that's a, a core benefit of the technology. And my audience in particular is interested in three D printed construction, but concrete has a huge environmental impact. It's one of the biggest questions people ask: is what alternatives might there be? Yeah, yeah. And we, we believe we are one of those alternatives. Seriously, we, we believe that. We used to hear, particularly in Scandinavia, there's a lot of, uh, you can say, lobbying and also like real projects going around about wood. You know, build, we should go back, good old times, build everything we can do in wood. Cool. Mm. The point is, what you, and, and wood is a great material. And I think you can build some house in wood, it makes a lot of sense. But to me, building that in Norway as a kind of type of skyscraper type built completely out of wood to make make zero sense. Uh, and so that, you know, you should use all the materials for, for that. That might actually be where we should still, but you want to make these very big structures. That's actually where you should, might be using still steel and concrete for that only, but only there. Uh, um, and then use the wood, you know, for decoration purposes. Because what you see now in Sweden, in the Baltic states, where a lot of the wood is coming from, the toll on the 
kind of, you know, forest resource is big. You know, they say sustainable, it's come from sustainable sources, they're, they're, you know, the COD1, the plant three, whatever the, the, the number is. But it's, it's um, I also hear the messages coming, you know, coming out of the woodwork, so, so, so to speak, actually, the toll is heavy. You know, can we really keep up with producing new wood that, that in, in the rate we can't take it, take it down? And we need the forest for being a carbon sink, you know, of, of, of choking out carbon dioxide of, of the atmosphere and all that. So, so going back to so everything's made out of wood, I don't think that is a solution. It's part of the solution, but it's not the solution. That's where we then come in saying, okay, let's take the wood weight from when you do your wood thing, your, your, your floors, your furniture, whatever, all, all the, the chips and sawdust, whatever coming out of there. Let's take that as a waste, as a, being a waste stream, which would back in the day kind of burnt, which is terrible because then you release all the carbon dioxide again. Um, and let's take another waste stream like, like, like plastic. Plastic is a great product. And great to work with. You use it many, many times. The problem just been we we scrapped it, we we tossed it with tossed it away, throw it away. We stopped doing that. That's another waste another waste stream. And then we can print these kind of very nice structures with new designs, organic shapes, and all that. So we we believe if we succeed what we do, and we can scale, and if we can scale it, uh, this could be a paradigm shift in in in, in the way we kind of build and construct homes. I don't know anything about plastics or environment stuff so much, but I'm going to try to ask a couple questions about it. I imagine hmm? the plastics um, degrade with the number of times you recycle them potentially. So maybe there's different tiers. So like new plastics versus almost unusable plastics after however many recycles uh, with the later stage plastics having a bigger impact to the environment, if you're able to still use them, uh, which level, I guess, on that spectrum are you guys able to utilize for your process? We can used to say, uh, to a background, they used to say plastic can be recycled or regrinded seven times. You know, okay. The, 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 um, if you about the, 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 um, the carbon chains in the, in the polymer, you can cut them to a certain number and then they, then they, they collapse. Then they collapse. You see, you could say the, the degradation of material is very, very slow the first seven times. It's very slow to go, and then, and then it collapses. And if you say, that's what we say, we, we, we part of the process we do, we take in the, the, the waste polymer that's usually been used once or twice. Irony is it's coming from industrial resources, you know, industrial waste. That's by and large actually virgin material. It has been cast into kind of panels or, or, or columns or whatever. Scrap, production, which went wrong, all that. Then we take it. Super clean. It's going to be used one time. So we, in that, we have six cycles left. Mm -hmm. If you take post-consumer plastics, you know, which you use for, you know, packaging or, you know, also packaging boxes for food or whatever, uh, where the, the, like the, the, the extremely big volume is, that might have been recycled once or twice also. And then it basically goes out. Because in a casting process, when you cast material or you injection mold uh, material, you need really, really kind of say homogenous, um, yeah, key, clean, yeah, yeah, and homogenous material. Um, so they they can only be recycled so so much. We can then take it. We can say we can go in anywhere there. Because what also happens part of our process is 
we have a house, say it has a lifetime of 50, 60 years, that's what we say, then we take it back. And we can then basically strip it, whatever was the insurance in there, we will then regrind that. We'll kind of, we'll regrind this, the load-bearing structure, going back to that, and then we'll kind of spice it up, you can say, with fresh waste, which means mm-hmm. we kind of extend the life, the, the cycles from being seven on a, on, on a on common kind of polymer up to, say, nine or ten times. Wow. Being, uh, uh, and then we have kind of this, this kind of life, uh, a, a lifetime per cycle being, say, 50, 60 years. That's a lot of years we actually have in this, this material. But required to take, we have this take back uh, solution, what we, you know, what we will, will, will have. We have to be, to be able to show, okay, which, which house, that house over there is made of what polymer uh, 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 and, and where is it in its life cycle? Well, you can measure, you can measure the compound, basically, what, how, how good is it? You know, you make some specimen tests, you make some called 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 fluid test. Now that you can see, okay, how good quality is the polymer or the compound we, we we're working with. Uh, um, so with general polymers, seven times, that's that's a rule of thumb, you can kind of recycle it. And what we then do, we, we used to say, we had this upcycling of material, the upcycling of waste into a high value asset being a house. And then we recycle it, uh, 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 um, you know, kind of forever, or at least, you know, six, seven, eight times uh, um, after that. Mm-hmm. So, 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 um, and, and in the process, again, we can't go across these value chains, kicking out concrete, kicking out steel. We don't need a foundation either. Uh, so no concrete foundation there also in, 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 in the mix. And, and, and the, so to us, it's brought, first of all, you know, upcycling and then recycling. And we can then recycle this composite as what effectively is we made, kind, 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 of, kind of forever, uh, uh, just spicing up with, 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 with fresh waste. But, uh, but plastic as such is a great product. We have just turned into a culture, society, a, glo- a, a, a globe where it's, you know, it's, use it once and throw it away, which is ridiculous. Yeah, we have so much because it's an oil byproduct, right? So it's, uh, we have it in abundance, but it, I guess it's been abused. We, we've been abusing the abundance. What usually happens after the seventh cycle? Um, normally, normally today, even early on, it, it gets burned. You know, people mm-hmm. use it for 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 fuel. Your fuel in power plants. Uh, fair enough, we get heat, uh, electricity out of it, but we also release all the carbon in it. It's like it's like burning fuel. Uh, 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 that's that, that's a problem. We burn it or use it for landfill, where then slow deteriorates and you have all kinds of methane kind of then be, be generated because the the degradation happens on the low. You know, oxygen uh, uh, kind, of, kind of in low oxygen environment, and where you have methane, have you know even harder you know kill uh, uh, um, compared to 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 CO two in terms of just of the the, the 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 greenhouse effect and so on. So um, so basically, we we trash it, we put it in the oceans, we use it for landfill, we ship it around the world. <laughs> it's it's um, it's really really ridiculous what what's going 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 on there. You say for us, what happens 450 years from now with our product? I can't tell. You know that that I, I don't know. I have to believe that we will have a process at that time where we can, you know, extend its lifetime, or we can burn it under conditions where we can ca- capture the carbon, you know, in the process, whatever. But nobody looks 
more than, people look maximum 50 to 100 years ahead. And we're well kind of above that kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of scope. Yeah, Some I mean, people just also- at the very least, you have one material for the most part, and it's the load-bearing structure. Instead of having wood, insulation, metal, all those different things combined when you knock it down in a pile, it's yeah. much easier to disassemble and have something valuable that's more homogenous than uh, totally garbage. Totally, totally. And you can say the 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 um, also talking about your insulation. You know, it is this we have we do this kind of sandwich load bearing structure like everybody does uh, mm-hmm. in this field. Um, we also actually use a waste. It's not our problem. A waste product as insulation. Kind of, kind of, you know, call it, call it wood wool. It's also waste wood, which then been turned into pulp. Is then been kind of fluffed up, uh, you can say, uh, and then it's kind of blown into these kind of channels in, the, in mm. what we call the core. Um, also being a waste product, which means you don't use kind of uh, you know fossil fuels to make you know the rock wool, the stone wool type type of product, which also a heavy carbon contributor. Uh, in, in, in the world. So, 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 and it's all again, this notion, take, go down and look for waste streams and reuse them, upcycle them into something useful or recycle them to minimum into something useful. Uh, again, this kind of frame we set up around ourselves, this is kind of the, this is, this is the area we, 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 we operate within. Are you able to print a roof? Well, that's, that's what we do, basically, because the, the way we print, we print, we do a 90, 90 degrees printing, not 45, but 90 degrees printing. So actually, say we, we print, well, I can show those who watch on, on, on YouTube or wherever, they can see it. Well, we, we print a, a, um, a pipe, we print a pipe, basically, print like this, 90 degrees up, and then we flip it. Then you have a house with a roof, with walls, with floor. That's how it's done. You can't do that in concrete. You have an open roof. You have to build a conventional roof actually to make it make the rain not come in. So 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 that's the other advantage with the material we 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 we're working with is that we can make this low totally self-sustaining load-bearing structure, which nobody else can 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 uh, can do. And also the reason why it takes no foundation. It stands on you know large kind of say screws because called ground plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is then put into ground, so you can put it, put the plugs in, put the house on top, done. And you connect to the grid uh, if you have if there's a grid, uh, 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 and you can take it away again. So we also see we go in very areas where you can work with color, color, uh, uh, um, contemporary housing. You know, it sits there for ten years because then we know as the, as a municipality we want to use that land for something else down the road. Fine, then we move the homes, um, and again. You don't need to cast a foundation. What you need with concrete housing, other housing, because if you don't have that, it breaks. That's a crazy part of concrete. You know, it, it's very good. You know, in the kind, kind, you know, you know, strength in one direction, but again, in horizontal direction, it's really, really poor. So, 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 and you need to reinforce it and 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 uh, and all that. So, so, um, we got a request from, based on you know, of course, the tragedy, the earthquake in in Turkey and Syria. Now, actually. Now, how fast can you set up shop there? And all because we now need kind of fifty thousand homes for 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 people. And are they kind of earthquake stable? Seriously, I don't know. We haven't tested it for earthquakes. 
But having a one structure where there's no, it's not like walls are separate, roof is separate. If the walls start to shake during an earthquake, the roof falls down. It doesn't happen here. It's one piece. It's is one it piece. brittle? No, it's not. It's not. It will get brittle if it's exposed to sunlight. You know, if you don't, if you don't maintain it, you know, coat it or have or have 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 the, the, the structure, then it will you get some 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 brittleness. It's actually smaller than what we had anticipated. We just got the test results back, and I think that's actually the wood would helps in the formulation there. So so, um, but our our enemy, you can say from surroundings, that's sun UV, and hmm. and so we have to protect it with 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 uh, you have to paint it basically, you know, protect it for for UV radiation. We like very much green roofs. Uh, which again, both helps you with insulation. That's one thing. It helps you protect against the sun uh, because you have this kind of piece of soil on top, and you have this kind of rubber membrane. As you have every every place you make make kind of a, a green roof, absorbs water. You move micro kind of diversity where the house is. You just move that to the roof and so on. So so I mean, try to look for these solutions, which has many kind of you can say. Uh, 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 solutions in itself, kind of baked in, and green roofs is 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 uh, is one of them. Is the material also, UV cured at the extruder head? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. We okay. thought about um, uh, no, not 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 cured at all. We thought about should we use some UV agent in the mix compared to painting it? And uh, at the moment, we go the the coating way route. We could. We will, we will consider should we put some kind of UV kind of agent uh, 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 in, in there, in the mix. You do that in other products. But, but, and, and we can do that. But we just need to then test, does it have an effect on the properties of the product? You know, on, uh, um, possibly not. But, but we, 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 we don't know that yet. But uh, it could be a good idea. You know, we, we use, we have a, Guy on uh, we have some kind of advisory board. It's uh, not formalized. One I speak to, he comes from a very big kind of injection molding uh, uh, company, a German company in Denmark, and they used to make these boxes for beers. You know, they say that they they have and they they stand all kind of festivals, they stand out the you know, the water, stand outside, and they last forever because they have got some some UV kind of agent in 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 their mix. It's injection molded. It's for another purpose and so on. But it works. So you 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 can kind 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 of injection mold. Sorry, you can you can kind of put in the UV agent in the mix, and, and it works. We just don't yeah, know yes. what is what does it mean for the integrity of the structure. We don't know. Since you bring up injection molding, if you wanted to have one model that you made a thousand units of identical, yes. wouldn't it make more sense to injection mold your material rather than doing custom stuff? It would. It would. In, 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 it would eat, you know, a monstrous machine, you know, being having this kind of one module is 20 meters square, you can say. Uh, sure. uh, uh, um, and, 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 um, but then just injection, injection mold, mold or, 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 or even extrude it. I mean, you know, one big, you're making one long pipe and every whatever, okay. you cut it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You could, you could, could do that. That, that, we have that on the kind of, you could say, future or sort of fantasy drawing board. How could this be done in a like really, really big scale? Um, I don't know what amount of power you need to make that injection mold or, or, or casting or extrusion kind of work. Uh, you need an awful lot of power. 
to make it. But definitely, it should be possible. Because uh, um, basically, you're just making a long pipe. That's what we're doing. Long pipe. That's what we're doing. So, so, so yes, that'll be next year. Let's <laughs> look into that. <laughs> that's, ne that's the next podcast. That's what we were, that's where, where we're doing that next episode. Yeah, it sounds very difficult to accomplish, but it's hard for me to believe that if it got all set up and you just had them spitting out one pipe of house, yeah. it could be insanely cheap. Could, it could, it could, and fast, super fast, super fast. We we, 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 are, we believe we are fast. We used to say we can make this kind of 20 meter square module printing in two days, a low barrier structure, which is fast for that. Uh, you know, you flip it. it. Yeah. So, 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 um, and if you have more kind of open ends, because you can't put them together differently, we, we can even reduce that, that, uh, that time. But yes, if you had this kind of, you know, continuous pipe, uh, you can make that even faster for sure. Absolutely. And you don't need even to make, you can make 60, 60 meter square, whatever, you know, or, or whatever, you know, this kind, kind, kind of was a 15 meter long pipe. That's your house. That's how it could be cool. Absolutely cool, you know. Uh, uh, but as you say, it needs to, okay, you need them because this is, this is, you know, it's one size, you know, it's one size or one kind of one, one shape. Uh, but definitely, yeah, it must, must, it must be possible. I agree. It's uh, been great learning about plastics from you and hearing your story about how you started the company, your other companies, and also a little hint of some of your future plans. Hopefully we can get it more into that in a, in a future <laughs> episode. But thank you so much for joining me today. It's really been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Is there anything we left out that we should touch on before we call it a day? No, I think I think, think I think we we're good. I heard. I don't know if that's um, you're planning doing a European trip. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. This uh, this summer, probably towards the end of the summer. That'll be great. When you do that, if you kind of come by, yeah, I'll be in Denmark and reach out. That's what I mean. That's my point. Come. Come and make us a visit in in, in when 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 you're buying Denmark. That'll be great. That'll be really great. That's yep. where we make the next episode. I'll do my best to visit every 3D printed construction company I can in Europe, and I'll prioritize the people who have come on the podcast already. Uh, cool. Yeah, well, I know. That, yeah, there, there are at least two or three other Danish companies I remember being on here. So yes, come, come, come by, come by. That'll be great. No, I think yeah. we, we touch we touch everything. Have you ever collaborated with? Uh, Omlab, they do some environmentally friendly materials too, printing. Yeah, no, no, we 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 have not, we are not. We three uh, D C P, you know, do concrete. We know them, and we are part. You have what's called AM Hub, uh, additive manufacturing hub, which is kind of the organization, epicenter of everything additive manufacturing in Denmark, in Scandinavia, in fact. And uh, we met three uh, D C P there, but again, in many ways, we're completely different kind of path and directions of what we do, but we use the same piece of, 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 of uh, technology. So we know, we know them. Uh, um, and then we know, you know, a lot of people inside the AM hop kind of, as, 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 as such, but no, the other one's not. Okay, great. Well, thanks again. And, uh, hopefully next time I see you in Europe. Yeah. That'll be great. Good show. Thanks a lot. Bye now. All right, Cheers. Later on. Bye -bye.